what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. <laughs> my name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing this week, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. For us, it is... I don't know what the hell it is. March 1st. It it's, is. It's the 1st of March, 1996. Spring is here. Almost. Springs, I was going to say. March 20th, I believe, is the vernal equinox. Can I ask you a question? You can ask me anything. Why is it that you always ask how I'm doing with this, like earnestness like you really expect me to answer you do answer every week you say hey what's up that's not an answer right <laughs> and like we've been doing this for you know well over 100 episodes so mm-hmm. so maybe you could stop asking how i'm doing how am i supposed to introduce you i don't know so you want to change so we've had a successful <laughs> 100 episodes and you're like mm, maybe change things a lot <laughs> Yes, a lot. Are you are you Yoko Onoing uh, our our own show? What the fuck? No. They they mentioned Yoko Ono in the the episode this week. They did, and I think you're like, uh, yeah, you guys. Uh, can I just can I just say something? Yeah, here comes the sun. It's a good song and everything. Uh, maybe maybe change things up a little bit. I mean, okay. I, I know you guys are on top of the world, Beatles. But here's the, the Beatles thing. of the '60s. But it, maybe, maybe change things a little bit. <laughs> maybe John needs to be a, a bigger focus of the band. Despite wow! The fact that he's like you know the leader. What? No, I'm just I'm thinking about what she she did. Um, Who knows if she really did that? She she might get a bad reputation. I have no idea. Either way. Mm-hmm. Um, I am one of the Beatles, so... Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I can't Yoko Ono it. But you're like Yoko owning our own show. <laughs> let's switch things up. It's, let's, let's take stuff that works and, and change it. Yes, let's. What do you want me to say? I don't know. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. And then I could say, hey, what's up? Yeah, I won't say anything else. For the whole show. No, no, I mean, then you say, hey, what's up, and then I'll... Talk about whatever bullshit I talk about. <laughs> whatever that, you know, word vomit is. Thanks. <laughs> Anytime. What? Go ahead. You, why don't you, we're, we're going to switch things up this week. Why don't you introduce the episode? Oh, jeez, You're so sensitive. I just, I don't understand why. Why even bring that up? Who cares? Just like, you know, David Silver's... Uh, managers or producers or whatever you artists are so sensitive mm-hmm. yeah and he turned out to be a big dick didn't he <laughs> so maybe you shouldn't be emulating him <sighs> we watched what's, nine my, o- what's my best song that i sing you know really don't Do, you no <laughs> i don't know what the best song i sing is um that one i don't oh okay <laughs> Very descriptive. I don't have a, I, I I haven't written any songs. So no, the one with the kids and you know, I don't know. Never mind. The one with the kids. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Holy shit! You're really loosening it over there. 
<laughs> Have you been taking caffeine pills? No, I'm not. Kelly Taylor, thank you very much. You talking about as time goes by? No. Or oh. no, not as time goes by. As tears go by, sorry. Mm, still no. Rolling Stones hit. Actually, so, Marianne Faithful really had that as a hit. But I'm curious as to what you're talking about. What song with kids? There's a song with kids in it? Like, you know, the Yours, Mine, and Ours? It's like an old song. Memories, like are, made, memories are Made song. of This by yeah. Dean Martin? Yeah, that's okay. it. That's the one. Anyway, you want me to introduce the episode? I'll introduce the episode. I don't know what the hell that has to do with that song, but Three Little Kids, I guess, because he says that. Three little kids for the flavor. Yeah. Stir carefully through the day. Wasn't there like a yours, mine, and ours situation in that song? No, not at all. Dude, I don't know what yours, mine, and ours means. Like, what's a your, yours, mine, and ours situation? With the kids. No. there's what, Dean Martin told a joke way back when where he said, uh, someone asked him how many kids he wanted, and I said, I want to have uh, three, one of each. Okay. As a joke. Weird. I don't know what your what a yours, mine, and ours situation is. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> Introduce the episode. No. Well, then stop interrupting me and gonna, let me do it. We are going to grind this episode to a halt and change everything that we've ever done. You are such a fucking dick, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> Not a proportional response. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is yours. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Talk. To your <clears> show, <throat> I'm just living in it. That's another Dean Martin joke that you can misconstrue six months from now. <laughs> Shut up. I'm sorry for trying to bring something to the show. <laughs> Never try to bring anything to the show. Your role is to say, mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so this episode yep. talked about uh, bad boys. <laughs> Just a couple of bad boys. Uh, yeah, talked about the the Detroit Pistons. No, no. Well, no. I guess the Detroit Pistons from a few years ago now. Um, what the fuck is that bookie's name? Duke. Duke's bad boy. That's what it's called. Duke's bad boy. Duke's bad boy gets one scene. Right. He doesn't even say anything. No. He's not even paid scale. Fuck no. But the whole episode's named after him. I wonder if that's an exception. We named the episode after him. Do we have to pay him? (laughs) Nah, fuck him. Right? We'll treat him like David Prowse. Ever hear about that? No. David Prowse is the body of Darth Vader. You know, James Earl Jones does the voice. Right. But David Prowse was this big, tall bodybuilder dude, like seven feet tall or something like that. Okay. And he played the body. And he actually recorded dialogue, too. He's British. He recorded dialogue, too, that they that they thought they were going to use. Like, he thought they were going to use his oh dialogue. Oh, my God. And they were like, fuck no. We're getting somebody else. But I think it was on Return of the Jedi, one of the episodes, they were like, Prowse, listen. We're going to take care of you now. You've you've done it for two films. We're going to give you uh, 2% or whatever 
of the net profits <laughs> wow that this that this movie makes but here's the thing if you ever get a back end of a deal if you if you're ever in a situation <laughs> where you're going to get the back end uh, of a uh, of a movie go for the gross profits not the net profits okay. which is what they offered him because because of hollywood accounting no movie ever makes any money oh so there's never a net profit on films. So I guess David Prowse just gets a, a card from George Lucas every year that's like, nah, didn't make any money, and just a little middle finger. That's terrible. Yeah, so they fucked him over. That poor guy. Yeah, David Prowse. He also trained Christopher Reeve for his Superman movie. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Supposed to be a good guy. So, do you think that we're going to talk about 90210 at all in our 90210 show? We're switching it up. No 90210 talk this week. You were just terrible. We didn't even actually watch the episode. We looked at the episode title. And read the description. And then assumed what it would be about. Yes. We we got a TV guide from like five years ago and looked up the description of the episode and read it. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> we looked at the VHS cover. You know the little booklet insert that, uh, in the box set? It's got all the episode titles and descriptions in there. I know you never look at it, but... Well, no. I, I look at the inside of CD covers for lyrics, but I don't look at the inside of movie covers for information. I think that's information. cheating. That's cheating to look up the lyrics. Well... I think it, you should have to sit there and figure it out. It prevents you from making stupid mistakes. You know. Blinded by the light. Racked up like a douche. <laughs> okay, oh, you know so that song, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds? Yeah. For the for the longest time I thought it was uh, the girl with colitis goes by. You did not. No, you know that song by John Fred and the Playboy band, mm-hmm. Judy in Disguise? I do. I believe that song. So that song is about Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Or at least that's what inspired the song. Kind of and that's why it's 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 gibberish because Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is largely dip- gibberish. Okay. Or it was hard to understand what they were saying. It's John Fred's like, he's going to do a riff on this. <laughs> Come on. Why? Why? Why are you just staring at me? Are we switching things up that much? Yeah, because every time I try to start talking about the episode, <laughs> you cut me off, so I'm done trying. T- talk about the episode. Let's go. <clears throat> I don't trust you. Okay. Well, you start. No. <laughs> it's about Duke's bad boy. What storyline do you want to do first? Uh, Brandon. Okay. So we'll do a, knock the main one out first. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Because that's what it starts with. What happens with Brandon? Okay. So Brandon is working at the Peach Pit. You know, the funny thing about Peach Pits. Fuck off. <laughs> just, just absolutely fuck the hell off. It's a stone fruit, like cherries. You and cherries. Anyway. Oh, you and... Okay, uh, anyway. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, <clears throat> he shows up at the Peach Pit mm-hmm. looking for money from Brandon, who does not have it again. Brandon's down big time. Brandon owes him... Well, how much does Brandon owe him, do you think? Because I, I thought it was going to be... Well, we know exactly how much he owes no. him. No. Yeah, we do. Oh, I thought it yeah. was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be one of those situations where 
we never know the amount of money. Like when he later, when he makes the bet that he makes, he writes it down on a piece of paper and shows it to the bookie. And the guy's like, whoa, you must be really confident or whatever. And I thought like, okay, that's their way of getting around it. We're never going to know how much it is like they do in movies and TV sometimes. But then later they just say it. So it's like, what's the point of that? Right. For some reason, I kept thinking that whatever he he won was like not the same amount as what he owed because he was all like, "Oh, whatever's on me," and you know, like he was acting no. like he had money. Yeah, but you're right; it was it was all the same amount of money. Yes, because he's stupid, apparently. <laughs> yes, he is. He got himself in a bad gambling problem. But <clears throat> Duke showed up, reminding Brandon. That this time, he wasn't supposed to cut him any slack. It was a one-time deal. Yeah, that's right. And he had his dude in the car. His dude. This giant dude. His bad boy. Who, like we said, literally says nothing. He just looks at Brandon. Yeah, with this, like, amused kind of evil look. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll enjoy beating you up. Yeah. That's it. That's the whole threat. Like, Duke's pretty chill. Even when he's trying to be scary. Yeah, I don't... He doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that's killed a lot of people, so... No. I think he's just... He's got somebody for... He probably pays that guy a couple hundred bucks a week or something. It's like, just stare at people. Yeah. You're my intimidation. Just drive me around. Yeah. Yeah, I think Duke's probably actually a decent guy for a bookie anyway. Yeah. He gave Andrea that tip on the horse race. Right. They won money there. And, I mean, him and Nat seem very friendly. Well, yeah. But I guess that's also because Nat's a degenerate gambler. I mean, he's been coming in there since Marilyn Monroe came in there. He sold her her first, her first gram of cocaine. <laughs> Holy shit. No, I don't know. So, Brandon is freaking out because he thinks that he's going to get killed if he doesn't come up with the money. Yeah. And somebody spread around that he's been gambling and so this bookie at school some high school student yeah comes up and says hey if you ever want to place any bets you know i i can help you out yeah i'll save you a call to your bookie right so he goes and and tracks this kid down and right like like you mark said writes down the amount he wants to place a bet for and the kid looks like oh mm-hmm. and that should have given Brandon pause. Yeah, well, the fact that he's a high school kid should also have given Brandon <laughs> pause. I mean, Brandon should have thought, I can't come up with, it's 15, spo- we're going to spoil it, it's $1,500. Brandon should have thought, I can't come up with $1,500. I wonder if he can. But here's the thing, is a lot of these kids have really rich parents, so. I mean, Maybe. Even Steve, though, was like, oh, I get an allowance every week. And <laughs> every month. Every month, and now it's it's mostly gone. Yeah. His mom writes him a check. Not even just cash. That's weird. It's, yeah, it is weird. Like, who doesn't just deal in cash? What about a credit card? Doesn't he have access to a credit card? All the girls do, because they're always going down to Rodeo Drive or whatever. Yeah, but he can't buy... shoes and shit. He can't buy food at the Peach Pit with a credit card. No, I don't... I'm not saying that, but... So, I mean, like, what you does he spend Duke his money on? <laughs> right. I'm sure Duke's got one of those credit card things where you it's got the paper and you swipe it. I don't think so. Right. I, I, I can't I can't see that one. All right. I don't think there will ever be a time when anybody's, like, walking around with stuff to charge your credit card. That 
no. seems dangerous and irresponsible. Yeah, yeah agreed. So, <clears throat> Brandon places this huge bet on the Celtics. Yeah, you got it. Hey. And what city do the Celtics play in? Ooh. Um... Boston? Yeah, that's right. Really? I didn't give her any hints. I got it right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Look Boston at me. Boston Celtics. What are their colors? Uh-uh. <laughs> Red and white. Darn. Green. You were just going to keep pushing until I got it wrong. Green and white. That makes sense for the Celtics. Yeah, like, like you know, because it's Irish. Yeah. Who's their star player? Stop. Enough. Meanie. Or was. Making fun of me. Larry Bird. Think of a tall, gangly, gumpy white guy. Mm. That's the entire Boston Celtics. <laughs> That's why Steve loves them so much, because they don't have many black men. Just a bunch of white men. Right. So, they look like they're going to lose. Yes, and so Brandon 18 points. Right. Now, I don't know much or really anything about football or basketball. It's basketball. Or- <laughs> whatever game this was, but mm-hmm. 18 points sounds like a lot to be down. It's a, it's a decent amount. I mean, I, it's not unheard of for a team because it's the third quarter, so they've got an entire another quarter to play. Uh-huh. So it's not unheard of for a team to come back from a deficit like that, but yeah, I'm sure he was shitting in his pants. But they do. They do come back. They win. At one point, because Kevin McHale makes a free throw or whatever. And so he thinks all his problems are solved. That's right. And he's so excited and then he goes to the high school student the next day and says, hey, I need that money. And, I mean, it's so obvious the kid doesn't fucking have it. Right. He's like, oh, I don't like to carry cash around me with me at school. I'll meet you at the peach pit after after school mm-hmm. and give you no warning that I won't have your money. Yeah, like, what did he think he was going to do between point A and point B to get $1,500? I don't know. Go place a bet with a bookie and hope it pays off? <laughs> It's just a domino of right? people placing bets. <laughs> Sorry, I bet on Len Bias living. So when he shows up at the peach pit, he he has Brandon go outside mm-hmm. like an idiot yeah. and tells him, you know, oh, it was either, you know, screw you over or the whole football team and you're mm-hmm. smaller. Well, the whole football team didn't bet $1,500 anyway. Right. Now, one dude was pay- placing a $15 bet. Yeah. Like Steve told him. He said, you know, some some guys might eventually bet 30 bucks on a game. He doesn't have $1,500 to cover this bet. Right. It's insane. And so, yeah, Brandon starts beating the shit out of him. Or like, he, Well, he didn't actually punch he him. He grabs him, and he's threatening him and everything. He's like, you know what I can do with you? And for some reason, Steve pulls his car up to diagonally to the back of the peach pit. <laughs> Makes no sense. That's true. And then he gets out and says, oh, get your hands off of him. And, yeah, and everything, and yeah, Steve rarely has a hero moment and uh, comes out of nowhere. Yeah, <clears throat> so he saves this kid's ass, but Brandon has told him he has like twenty four hours or whatever mm-hmm. because that's how long Brandon has, right? And the kid is able to in the in school in the morning give him two hundred dollars. Yeah, very oh nice of the fifteen hundred. And Steve gave him his last $300, the last of his allowance for the month. So Brandon has a whopping $500. Yeah. Brandon, by the way, Brandon contributed no money of his own. Right. I mean, I guess the $200 is technically his because the kid owes him. Right. But it's weird. Like, 
You're not making any money at the Peach Pit? You don't even get a paycheck? What the hell? Well, he he bet it all. It's all gone. I guess that's true. Yeah. So, when... His, blah, 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 blah. Nat, exactly. Nat calls his house looking for him. Yeah, he does. Well, he says Duke's here. First, first when his mom says, hey, Brandon, Nat's on the phone. He's like, did you tell him I'm here? Like, he was going to lie. She's like, yeah, of course I did. <laughs> He's not your, your high school girlfriend. Right. So, also, before this, his dad sits him down. Oh, yeah. Because he's looking at his baseball cards, and he wants to sell his Jose Canseco rookie card. I don't know. but I don't know anything about any of it, so. He might be able to get 20 bucks out of it, he says. I don't know. The values of baseball cards are down a lot right now. Well, then it's definitely not the time. I'm not going to get into that, but. Yeah, don't, don't sell your baseball cards. You want to start collecting cards. Take it. Take advice from me. Collect Magic the Gathering cards. Hmm. What, what's that? Oh, you've played that. Come on. You don't want to sound like a dork. <laughs> anyway, I've never heard of such a thing. Okay. Well, Magic the Gathering is a a game with... It's it's hard to explain. But you have, they, you have like creatures and walls and... Different colors and mana. Oh yeah, yeah. you don't yeah. know. You don't know it. <laughs> well, I don't know. Anyway, I don't have any cards from the beta set. Um, so Brandon gets to the peach pit. Well, we're 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 actually concerned that Nat has been beat up. That's what I thought was going to happen. I thought Nat was going to have his like head caved in or something. <laughs> but I mean, like we should have thought of this that like Nat actually has money because he's you know an adult with a business and yeah he's a business owner right that could have retired and uh just enjoyed himself but no no um so he has paid off brandon's debt mm-hmm. and the 500 dollars that brandon hands to uh duke gets handed off to nat yeah and he tells him you know you owe him a thousand more dollars duke also does something really nice too where he says to Brandon, lay low for a while, kid. Basically saying, I'm not taking your bets anymore. Yeah. Because you are, you're verging on a, a problem area. Oh, I'm sure he more than verged. But what I'm saying is, like, Duke's, from Duke's point of view, he was happy to exploit it for a while. But now that it's gotten to this point, he's like, yeah, you you, uh, you need to stop now. Well, and Brandon said that he was going to. Mm. So... I don't know. Do you think that he will? Yes, I think that he will stop. I hope so. I hope he's learned his lesson. But he has to pay Nat back $1,000. Well, that kid still owes him money, too. That's true. And Nat said he has to work it off, so I kind of wonder, like, is he... He's going to make him work overtime for no pay. Slave labor. Yeah. But, no, eventually that kid will probably pay him back, right? I guess. I don't know. We'll see. I doubt we'll ever hear anything about it again. Well, I choose to believe. Nat looked pissed. See his face? Well, yeah. Some, some of the best acting that Joe Tata's ever done. <laughs> yeah, he said if uh, he does it again, then he'll call his father. Yeah, my first call be your dad. Which is hilarious because, like, Jim Walsh is not threatening in any way. No. Like, oh, what's wrong, Brandon? I mean, he tried to talk to him. He he tried to get him to admit he had a problem. And Brandon just like, no, no, no. And then he's like, okay. Why don't you go fuck off, daddies? 
Right, basically. Yeah, he's, he was in a bad mood all episode. Yeah, well, wouldn't you be? Yeah, I guess if I, would, if I had a ton of money. Somebody breathing down your neck. His mom's like, why don't you eat? And he's like, why don't you fuck off, mom? <laughs> I don't want a goddamn pie. Yeah, so weird. That was when uh, Kelly and Dylan were over yes. having dinner with Brenda and the Cindy. Mom, yeah. Speaking of pie. I want pie. Yeah, well, speaking of pie, uh, Dylan doesn't want any pie from, from Kelly. <laughs> no, Kelly is the one who doesn't want to eat her pie. No, but whatever. <laughs> we're switching things up. You don't get my innuendos. <laughs> I got it. No, okay, so Dylan's dad just died. And his Remember? Li- <laughs> we talked right? about it. And his libido is a little low because, you know, his dad just died. Yeah, his dad suffered from the condition of exploding. So Kelly is a narcissistic horny bitch (laughs) and she just is constantly coming on to him Mm -hmm. and he's constantly saying not right now kel not right now kel like can i do something to make you feel better yeah let me help you (laughs) let me make it better Mm -hmm. like go like i don't know get one of those toys and uh (laughs) you know leave him alone Seriously, she's so in heat, cats are following his, right. his his car around. And, like, he's at one point he's trying to write, and she's just, like, staring at him from across the mm-hmm. room. Yeah. And she's like, how much longer is it going to be? You look so hot when you're typing. Oh, my God. <laughs> he said, why don't you do some homework or something? Yeah. <laughs> and she comes over and starts, like, putting her hands on him. Like, mm-hmm. he's not interested. Yeah, his dad just died. No means no. Yeah. Kelly. You should know that, Kelly. You were almost raped at a (laughs) Halloween party. But for some reason, instead of understanding that, you know, he's traumatized and not in the mood because of that, she thinks it's because of her. Right. Because she's too fat. What an idiot. She gained five pounds. (laughs) I don't know where it went. Can you even see five pounds on a person? I I, I don't think so. When she said that, when she's like, I've gained five pounds, I said, since when? Birth? Right? (laughs) Like, she has no weight problem at all. And, I mean, she's gorgeous, and she's always gorgeous. She's still gorgeous. Like, shut up, Kelly. Mm -hmm. But she's got to make everything all about her, so she can't, like, wrap her head around the fact that he doesn't want her for his own reasons. Yeah. I don't like her right now. Okay. What? (laughs) Nothing. Oh, you're looking at me like... I'm listening to what you're (laughs) saying. We're switching it up. You're paranoid now. (laughs) Apparently. Um, So, Kelly goes out... Shut up. Kelly goes out and buys um, diet pills? Yes. And starts... Caffeine, I think. I think those are mostly caffeine. Maybe. I mean... I mean, yes, they're diet pills, but I think they're mostly caffeine in them. Well, there's fentramine or fentramin. I've, I've never fucking heard of that in my life. Well, it's a it's an ingredient that they put in diet pills. Fentramin? Yeah. Okay. I think that's what it's called. All right. But it's, you know, it like speeds y'all up and stuff. And yeah, it's not well, good. Well, yeah. That's, it's probably a caffeine derivative or something, too. You keep trying to blame it on caffeine. It may or may not be caffeine. I mean, a lot of those diet pills are loaded with caffeine or amphet- amphetamines of some kind. Yeah. 
It's probably amphetamines of some kind. Because all that stuff, it it speeds up your metabolism, it, and it, it suppresses your appetite. Their mm-hmm. appet- their appetite suppressants. Yes. Is caffeine an appetite suppressant? Mm-hmm. Then why am I always so hungry? I don't know. I drink nothing but caffeine. You must have a lot of hunger. <laughs> I guess so. I would not be here now if I never had the hunger. What the hell is that? It's a Billy Joel song. Weird. Keeping um, the faith, it's called. Okay. We're switching things up. I sing only Billy Joel on the show now. <laughs> I mm-hmm. wish that I had a time machine. Do you? I would go back to the beginning of this episode and just stop after wait, I said, hey, what's sec- up? Wait a second. If you had a time machine, <laughs> you would use a code to go back to the beginning of this episode. <laughs> Not to, you know... To stop Hitler and save millions of Jews. Nope. But to just to avoid avoid some some minor embarrassments. Yep. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> I am narcissistic like Kelly Taylor. <laughs> so I'd go back and stop Jim from exploding. Jim? Or what's yeah, that's no Jack. No, jeez. You, now you're confusing the dads. First it was Brandon and Dylan, now it's their dads. Maybe Jim explodes to it sometimes. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> so Kelly is just popping these damn pills, though. Like, oh, at yeah. the episode ends with her... At the episode ends. <laughs> Every episode is like a rope. It has two ends. <laughs> Tie it together, and it's a circle. You're so mean to me. Time is a flat circle. So what happens at the episode ends? She puts two pills in her mouth at once right after oh having God. put a pill in her mouth while she was at the table, and she refuses to eat dinner. Two in her mouth at once. <sighs> oh, my God. Not what we thought. When, when that's that's what she wants. Right. That's not what she's getting. No. Two pills. So we'll have to see what happens with this. Now, Brandon's gambling problem is going to be over. Now she's going to have an eating disorder or something. Yeah, it's awesome. Or a drug addiction or both. I love eating disorders. <laughs> I mean, her mom's an addict. Her mom was an addict. She's clean now. Well, she's still an addict, even if she's clean. Okay, well, she's a clean addict. Yeah. She's clean and discreet. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, other storylines. Mm-hmm. There are two. Okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Why don't you talk about one? I don't remember them. <laughs> I know David S- David Silvers was one. Yeah. I don't know what the other one you're talking about is. Andrea. Andrea. <laughs> and, oh, Gil. That's what we're going to talk about right now. Gil is back. Gil. Clean. What the fuck is this? shaven Gil. Like, did they forget that they sent him away in shame? Did they forget that he quit his job and went to teach at another school because of the allegations that something was happening? With him and the girl from Vandalin I think you forgot how that episode resolved. I guess so. Why? He got accused. They found out he didn't do it because she confessed that she made it up and everything. And then he got welcomed back. And then he was in the Christmas episode. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? That's when he shaved his beard. The Christmas episode. You know when Steve Sanders saw a fucking bus <laughs> dematerialize before his eyes? Yes. And never said shit about it? 
Wow, I really missed some stuff in my brain there. <laughs> oh my god, but yeah, he was... I, I, the only reason I said, wow, Gil's back, which apparently made you think that, is because I, I think he surpassed the amount of episodes I thought they'd bring him back for. Wow, yeah, I totally misread that, and I went in a whole other direction. I thought it was this huge continuity error. <laughs> That's like, funny. What is wrong with them? I wish it was. <laughs> it would have been a funnier... But yes, Gil. Funnier than me being wrong? Oh, there's I mean, that is your favorite thing, right? Not that much funnier than that, you're right. <laughs> you're right so often that when you're wrong, it's funny. Cool. I'd like to get that on a loop. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm just going to play you wrong again. You're an asshole. Five, five times in a row. <laughs> Instead. So, Andre... I would say I'd want you to say you're an asshole on a loop, but I don't need it because you just say it on a loop. I do. It's one of my favorite things to say. Mm -hmm. But Andre is being kind of a bitch, speaking of self-absorbed, narcissistic people. At the beginning, yes. I think she acquits herself well, though. Yeah. Well, she says that she wants to interview Dylan. Brandon says, bad idea. Again, woman who doesn't understand his dad just died. His dad just died. And he left school today because he couldn't deal with it. And you want to interview him? That sounds like a shitty idea. Every woman in the show wants something from Dylan now. Brenda wants him in her house. Kelly wants him inside of her. And (laughs) Andrea wants his words. Right. So, yeah, Andrea wants to interview him and calls him at home. Like, I think that's a dick move, too. Well, the dick move is that she doesn't come right out and say that's why she's calling. Yeah, the, that's the big biggest part of the dick move, but it's still all of it's bad. Working on the dick move. <laughs> Shut up. We're switching things up again. Now I sing Bob Seger songs incorrectly. Okay. She calls him and is so sweet Mm -hmm. and says, oh, you can talk to me. I'll listen. I totally understand. And then he's like, oh, that's so nice. And she's like, I can come over after school. We can talk. Did you see his face? (laughs) It's some good acting from Dylan. Not the, not the, no, (laughs) level acting. But he's just like, gets this look in his face like. Yeah, I guess. Okay, whatever. <laughs> right? <laughs> you want to come over. It's weird. It is very weird. That's mm. not the kind of relationship they have. And he left school to be alone, but she's right. inviting herself to his house. Mm-hmm. So she comes over. He makes her tea, which is weird to me. Like, he just doesn't seem like, hey, let's sit and drink tea. Um, <clears throat> He's a multifaceted guy. I guess. And he's talking to her and opening up and saying how nice this is. And she doesn't want anything from him. And then she's like, oh, actually. Yeah, I do want something from you. Yeah. And he's rightly pissed. Mm-hmm. And he he mentions that he turned down the LA Times, mm-hmm. a paper we used to read. And he turned down People Magazine. Yep. How big of a fucking story was this? Uh, apparently huge. It seems really weird. What would be the equivalent in actual life? 
Um, if like, so I'm trying to think of like famous businessmen and stuff like that. So like, if Donald Trump had had a son, and for some reason he was, I mean he's he's a New York real estate guy, so I'm sure he's had dealings with the New York mob before. I mean, probably you, you, you can't really get buildings built in New York without dealing with the mob at some point. Sure, especially through the like the 70s and shit when he came up, but. Let's say for some reason he did something wrong and got sent to jail and just got out. And then he exploded in a car and while his son, I don't know, I don't know if he has any sons or what their names are or whatever, but let's say uh, Donald Jr. Right. Okay. Uh, like screamed no uh, comically <laughs> in bad <laughs> acting to the sky. Would then People Magazine want to talk to Donald Jr. Yes, I think they would. So I guess that's I guess that's accurate then. They want to know how he's doing. They want to know all the dirty details about what happened and, you know. Would that be a big story, I wonder, if that happened? I think so. I guess. I don't know. People, I mean, he's like he was big in the 80s, Donald Trump, but like now people don't really care that much. He pops well, up every yeah, once in a while, I don't, but... I don't care about him either, but if he got blown up, I might. I mean, that's interesting. I guess. Last thing I saw him in was fucking Home Alone 2. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> like, you think he'd have something better to do with his time? Like, go make more buildings. Well, apparently what he does is when movie studios come around, they're like, hey, we want to film in, like, the plaza. Mm-hmm. He, he owns the plaza. Mm-hmm. Like, we want to film the plaza. Or we want to, I think that's where Home Alone 2 was, was filmed. Or we want to film here or there, some building that he owns, right? He'll say, yes, you can film here, but I get to have a part in the movie. That's weird. I know, it's weird, right? <laughs> so that's why he's in that movie. I mean, how narcissistic do you have to be? Be like, oh, if you're going to deal in my building, I have to be part of it. Seems like he's got a pretty big ego. He must. Oh, well. We're switching the things up. This is now a complete Donald Trump podcast. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) We can talk about that thing on his head that he calls hair. (laughs) I keep waiting for it to move. Don't sue us, Donald Trump, because we're talking about your shitty hair. (sighs) But yeah, I think the story is big. So the fucking newspaper at the school is going to get the exclusive if he decides to do it he says he's not sure but oh yeah then he says that he will do it mm-hmm. but he wants but he to wants write one it. night with andre <laughs> I, I think she would take him up on I, that absolutely <laughs> i've always wondered what it would be like andrea and she's like oh i'd be happy to show you <laughs> she would have been happy to show brandon I mean, I'll, I'll finally, dating a girl with a brain, I'll, I'll finally get to actually fuck someone's brains out. Like wow. With, with Kelly, the job's done. Brenda has brains. Eh, yeah, I guess. She say, doesn't she seem like kind of a... She is. She's smart. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, no offense to any of these actresses, I'm sure they're smart in real life. But Kelly's, Kelly's character is not yeah. supposed to be smart. No, she's not. And she shows that this episode. Mm-hmm. 
So we've got that going on where he's going to join the school paper or just the AP English class or whatever he's to be part of the, it. He, he wants to be in the AP English class because he, he, they talk about how he reads books and everything. He's smart. He's a smart guy. <laughs> and he wants to write the article himself. And that's it. So that, that requires him to be in AP English? No, I think he just wants to be in AP English. Oh. I think he's interested. He talked about it with Andre and he's just interested in it. That's cool. Okay, final story. Mm-hmm. David. This this was just hard to watch, this yeah. little train wreck. Well, yeah, hard to, hard to watch and hard to hear. Oh, yeah. So, at the studio. You're so precious to me. Oh, God. Yeah, that's about what it sounds We're like. We're switching things up. I'm singing only David Silver songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so they're cutting... A couple demos, he says, yes. just to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. He wants to do his R&B rap stuff. Hip-hop, he called it at one point. Yeah. Hip-hop raps. But this asshole that he works with, producer? Serge, I don't know. yeah, he's a producer. Um, Serge Menchin or something like that, or Menkin. Or- yeah. Is pushing him to do a song called Precious. Mm-hmm. That is apparently a song David did come up with and sing, just not his favorite. Yeah, he wrote it. Well, he said, they, as they said, like Steve said, he put that in the the vault or in the chest or something like that, in the casket. He put it in a fucking grave. <laughs> right. Six months ago or something like that. Basically, he wrote the song, he tried it out, and he was like, mm, I don't like it. So where did it, how did it resurface? How does this producer even know about this song? I assume what he did was give him all his stuff like any demo that he recorded himself or in his garage or whatever any song that he ever did the producer was probably like i need to see all your stuff i need to see your material then we'll figure out what we're going to work with what we want to pick what we want to do so the producer picks this terrible ass song he's like this is this has this has big mainstream appeal to it uh it's 1972 right right this guy's been on drugs so long he has no idea what the year is yes it's pretty bad and um donna is coming to the studio with david under the condition that she not talk Mm -hmm. which i think is pretty insulting yeah so just shut your fucking mouth virgin (laughs) right so she goes and appeals to steve Mm mm-hmm because she can't say anything. And that's why I said, that's why he needs Steve. He needs an asshole mm-hmm. to be like, no, this sucks. Yeah, this would not have happened had Steve been involved in the Fuck beginning. no. Steve, Steve never would have let him pick that song. Yeah. They would have had a fight. They would have come to the, uh, the guy, the whatever, the record company mm-hmm. guy. Because he, he would have had to mediate it. Because Steve would have been like, no, we don't want to do it. And they would have played it in front of him. The guy would have been like, mm, right. no, no. I think that's da- not the way to go. Right. I think that at the end of the, the whole thing, David uh, summarizes it pretty good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That the guy is an over-the-hill hack mm-hmm. who... With bad taste. Right. Who just wants to hold on to his shitty job. Yeah. Because he absolutely throws David under the bus. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I told him, you know, it doesn't... No amount of producing is going to help uh, shit records. Yeah, he needs to go. Mm-hmm. But instead, David goes. Steve does not fix it. Steve doesn't even really try. All he does is show up. Here's what I want to know, though. 
Steve sent his de- his demo, mm-hmm. David's demo, to this guy. Right. Which is why he got his foot in the door. Right. What did he send him? He didn't send him precious, precious. Right. Whatever song he sent him, that's what they should be recording. Right. I don't fucking get it. It's very weird. It's it's this producer is just terrible. But yeah. but for some reason David He's, gets blamed instead of the producer. This producer's worse than Phil Spector. <laughs> I mean, he murdered David's career. Yeah. So, David and Steve have now realized that they need each other. Yeah. So they're they're back in business. And as Steve says, yeah. I can exploit this kid again. <laughs> yeah, he buys uh burgers and fries for the table. Yeah, except Kelly doesn't want it. Kelly's not eating. I I'm already down a pound and a half. Uh what's her name? So you're going to turn into a full skeleton. Cool. <laughs> She's so stupid. Yeah. But that is, that's, that's it. That's the episode. That's, that's, that's all we got. And, uh, yeah, a little, little extra craziness for you this episode, I think. I, I won't challenge the beginning again. Oh, that's all right. Everything's going to be different. From- <laughs> no, no, it won't. <laughs> you won't even know. Every, every, every introduction, you're never going to know what's going to happen. Oh, fuck I off. Will, I will switch everything up every week. It'll be like a, a Frank Sinatra song. You'll never know where it's coming from. So visit our website. Sometimes at... I'll be like, this is my Velociraptor, Carol. Wow. Screech the people, Carol. Go to our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Mm-hmm. Um, tell your friends about the show. Yep. Write us at latefee1994 at com, and try not to have nightmares after listening to Why this. Why don't you switch things up by going to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Retrolatefee and signing up there. Yes. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.